the Bureau explain this issue in question, whatever it is, without any delay. Then sounding a tone that was very presidential and dignified, she concluded, I look forward to moving on to focus on the important challenges facing the American people, winning on November 8, and working with all Americans to build a better future for our country. But there was nothing dignified about the reopening of the FBI investigation, nor the extenuating circumstances. FBI Director Comey explained that his agents had stumbled on to the new emails during a probe on an unrelated case. Agents had discovered the emails on a computer belonging to Anthony Weiner, a former congressman and the estranged husband of Clinton's top aide, Huma Abedin. Weiner was being investigated by the FBI after sending an illicit sexual text message to a 15-year-old girl in North Carolina. Hillary Clinton considered Weiner's wife, Huma, as another daughter. She was so close that there had been discussion of giving her a bedroom in the family quarters of the White House so she could be accessible to Hillary. Apparently, there were tens of thousands of emails on Weiner's computer, and many of them were copies of classified emails to and from Hillary Clinton. Aberdeen was bewildered, saying she hadn't used the computer for ten years. It appeared that the issue would not be resolved before the election. The U.S. Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, and the Deputy Attorney General, Sally Yates, disagreed with James Comey's decision to alert Congress about the finding. But Loretta Lynch and the Obama Justice Department had little credibility or sense of public trust left in its tank. During the previous summer, when the FBI probe into Hillary Clinton was supposedly reaching its climactic conclusion, Attorney General Lynch had met with Hillary's husband, former President Bill Clinton, aboard a private plane on the tarmac at an airport in Phoenix, Arizona. Both said that the talks were primarily social, but historian Politico described even some Democrats as struggling to stomach the optics. The American justice system appeared to be broken. As to his new probe, Comey said, We don't ordinarily tell Congress about ongoing investigations, but here I feel an obligation to do so given that I testified repeatedly in recent months that our investigation was completed. Then Comey added, I also think it would be misleading to the American people were we not to supplement the record. Many would argue that Hillary Clinton knew full well that the ugly details related to Anthony Weiner would not be helpful but it was better to stand fearlessly with nothing to hide than to shrink from the exposure as if one were guilty of something. In answering her last question at a very choreographed, brief, and scripted news conference, Hillary took her own dig at the FBI, suggesting it was now a tool of Republicans. If they're going to be sending this kind of letter that is only going originally to Republican members of the House, then they need to share whatever facts they have with the American people. It was not true. The FBI was loaded with Democrats and Hillary Clinton supporters. The lead investigator into her emails was an avowed Democrat 
whose wife had run for the state Senate in Virginia as a Democrat. The Virginia governor, Terry McAuliffe, a close friend of Bill and Hillary Clinton, had helped funnel hundreds of thousands of dollars into her campaign, the campaign of the wife of the FBI agent in charge of investigating Hillary. What was true was that the FBI, as an institution, had many very good reasons to be skeptical of Hillary Clinton. She and the FBI had experienced a long and sometimes contentious relationship. She was not afraid of it. She saw it as a bureaucracy that could not conclude anything quickly or decisively, and certainly would not dare to do so now, only days away from the voting. She was calling its bluff. The Thursday before the election, Hillary Clinton was asked if she would ask for the resignation of FBI Director.